So you got a whole uh, alpha team now, don't you? But you, but you have a wealth of knowledge that is beneficial to a lot of people, and it we can move the needle. How often do you hear a hunting podcast? We talked about this. People relate to this. Hey everybody, Jerry here with Kafaru reminding you to get entered into our YouTube subscriber giveaway going on right now with Davis 10. We are giving away a Kafaru hoodlum with a tactical frame and Davis is throwing in their brand new Go 10. Entering is pretty simple. All you need to do is head on over to the Kafaru and Davis 10 YouTube channels, hit the subscribe button, like the announcement video, and comment on how you would use this awesome combo. This is one giveaway you won't want to miss out on. Best of luck, and here's Aaron with the podcast. Welcome to Kafaru Cast, everyone. It is whitetail fit season, so uh, went ahead and worked out a little extra today because I'm about to uh, go on a two-week whitetail hunting spree. And uh, <clears throat> I have uh, the great Levi Morgan uh, on the podcast with me. Levi, what's going on? Not a whole lot, man. Just going home to take a couple days off before I start hunting again. Yeah, you've you've knocked down a few uh, good whitetails this year so far, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, it's been a good year. I mean, it's been um, a little bit slower pace than last year. I felt like last year was just fast and furious, like first or second day everywhere I went. This year, got to grind it out a little more. I'm also being a little more picky, too, so um, that has a little bit to do with it. But, yeah, we're tired. We've been we've been going hard. Yeah, you got Micah with you? Yeah, Micah's with me, and he's actually got a – couple deadlines for outdoor channel when we get home so he's not even going with me on my next trip he's got to knock out some shows and so then we got to get ready for december when he goes back on the road with me gotcha well cool well um we uh, i did a podcast not too long ago with uh levi and justin hannah about our trip in uh down down in uh, south texas in the davis mountains and um We've done a bunch of hunting in between then, uh, and and so yesterday I had seen Levi uh, had posted a video uh, of uh, one of his you that he shot, uh, and uh, he had listed the distance, and I'm like, well, we might as well break the internet on a Sunday. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and post my shot, and uh, which I only got like maybe 90 comments. I think you're up to like three or four hundred. Um, so. <laughs> I wanted to do a podcast to talk about some of the feedback and comments um, that we, we've gotten, some of maybe the thought process that I have, as well as I think Levi and I have the same thought process on this. And also my perspective coming from going from a compound to a stick bow uh, back to a compound or shooting, you know, both. Um, and, and what right. I kind of right. found... Uh, which I don't want to get too sticky on this, but some of the things I found when I dove into the the trad world, um, and some of the mentality of certain uh, people. So Levi, what you tell everybody what you posted and the shot and every everything else. Yeah, so um, we had killed my ram. Everybody kind of killed rams at that point, so it was like, let's go out and shoot a you because there's so many of them. Scotty wanted some ewes killed, so. We're like let's go and uh i mean i guess to set the scene a little bit these are not like single sheep that are easy to get close to there's like a hundred of them in this herd and so like we literally got as close as we could i think he ranged it at 103 um 
pretty level because we were on one canyon. It was across on the other. Not terribly steep, good footing, no real wind to speak of, a little bit, but not much. And, yeah, so I shot this U at 103 yards, maybe hit her two inches from where I wanted to. Um, and she died after, she, what she run, 80 yards up the hill? Died. Yeah, maybe not not too uh, not too far, and and, and I want to make sure we don't miss out on this because people had asked me, uh, was this fr- the shot from the podcast that Levi had emptied his quiver on, and uh, it wasn't the first shot. Um, killed it but i am very much a proponent because uh the out dad anybody that's hunt them they really like to live was uh levi empty the quiver put more arrows in this thing so his first shot was the shot on video and he did shoot at it more times after that but the first shot killed it i'm just one of those guys yeah. um you know one's good two's better like keep unloading because they do like to live exactly. so, sorry go ahead yeah I, I do the same thing like I get one in it and then you guys had told me like their vitals are like an African animal. So they're way forward compared to a white tail. So, um, I was actually aiming on that shot that you see like up in front of the shoulder cause kind of had his front shoulder pull back. So when it lunged forward a little bit, I hit it right in the crease really, which is perfect for a white tail. But then in my mind, I'm like, uh, probably not great for where these vitals are. So I reloaded, shot it again. I think I shot it. I shot at it, but I mean, I don't even remember the distances and it was up in cliffs, but I was just trying to get it down as fast as possible. Honestly, it didn't go hardly anywhere. Just wanted to make sure I'm always, uh, get another one in it if possible, no matter how good you think the shot is. So uh, yeah, that's what happened. hundred <laughs> percent. So, uh, when Levi had posted that, like I said, I, I had posted mine. Now my, my shot, um, was up for speculation to the internet world because uh, my, my shot was close, um, but in not in the lung uh, region of the body. Um, the way that that had worked out um, on, on the shot that I had, we were at like, set, I think you were at nine and a half when you ranged it. Um, yeah. And you can see Levi on film, he's ranging it. Um, and I'm, I'm probably two yards in front of you, maybe give or take, maybe a little more, a little less. So seven yards, seven and a half yards, uh, give or take. And mine, I had a, a shot. I, I couldn't see the entire body, but I could see from the neck up. And uh, that that three inches below the ear, base of the, the head uh, neck area is a very lethal um, shot. Not a shot you're going to take all the time, but certainly – one of the telltale signs with that sheep, because usually um, we got really lucky. They're pretty skittish down there. Like get, having that happen was a miracle. So when I saw him chewing, I wasn't real worried that he was going to bounce. And so um, once he chewed his cud that last time, I put my arrow, not not in the head. Some people, you know, there's obviously shit talking going on already that I shot it in the head, but I didn't. I shot right. it in the, uh, the, the neck and it died pretty much um, instantly. Uh, you know, at that point, but yeah. obviously that's not a shot that, you know, not everybody should be um, taking. So I I <clears throat> debated and I talked to you about it for a month um, if I should even post the shot because there's so much mm, room for people. You know, I, I, I there's a book written by some people yeah. that I've never read that says you can shoot a turkey in the neck. You can shoot hogs in the neck and out of a helicopter. You can shoot out at out of a helicopter um, with automatic weapons, but don't shoot one at seven yards with a bow or you're going to hell. 
I never read that book, but if somebody right. has it, I want to read it now so I know where my parameters are. <laughs> well, that's what I think is so funny with all this is that, like, uh, you know, read, honestly, I told you last night in a text, I said, honestly, the comments are better than I expected. There's like a handful of people that are just can't accept these shots. Like, they, they think bow hunting is like this sweet gentle, cuddly experience for the animal. And we're really talking about sending a two-inch sharp object through the body of an animal. I mean, how gentle are we talking about? It's either lethal or it isn't, you know? And that's where I'm like, and at the same time, people want to say, well, I practice two days a year um, right before hunting season. I can hit a pie plate at 30 yards. This shot is unethical for everybody because I don't care how much work you put into being so precise and accurate. I know my limitations that I'm going to throw those on you. And that's what I think bothers me the most about some of these comments. But I mean, I guess it was expected because as soon as I posted it, I seen you posted it and I just instantly started laughing because I was like, (laughs) Oh my God, get the popcorn because here it comes. You know, I, I had, uh, I had replied to a few comments on yours. I only, I deleted one off of mine. Um, and one, the one I replied to on yours specifically is somebody said, well, what if he hit it in the guts? Would, uh, he have posted it? And I was just like, well, you know, do you, if it was at 20 yards, would you post it? And I'm like, I've tried that because right, I'm yeah. more about people learning like, oh, hey, this is what happened. Uh, this is how long we're waiting. Right. You know, the, the normal, pe- you know, informational. And that turns into an epic right. shit, shit show too. I mean, it's the internet. Um, what I really want people, like if they take anything out of this pos- podcast and to discuss is if, if you're not into shooting long distance, I don't, I don't think I don't have any issue with that. Shoot, shoot close up. If you want to shoot a stick bow, shoot close up. But what, what I, what I can right. say, and I, I, you know, being able to look at both of these is Levi at a hundred yards is more accurate than 99% of the stick bow hunters out there at 30. That's a fact. I will put a lot of money on that. Uh, and I would go as far to say as I am more accurate at a hundred, um, than I am at 40 with my stick. Um, now that doesn't say, okay, animals won't move or whatever, you know, I, yeah, I get it. Like, but people get a pass that don't put in hard work if a certain number is thrown out there. So if Levi shoots and let's bring it in from a hundred, if Levi shoots or me or whoever, it's something at 82 and you shoot at the animal ducks, hit it high. Automatically that is perceived as bad. But if a guy that never practices shoots at 40 and it ducks or he shoots high or whatever and wounds one, there's a pass. Oh, it happens. It's bow hunting. I'm not, yeah. you know, I'm not saying right or one's right or wrong or whatever, but I, but I am saying that 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 agreeing with Levi that 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 distance that's imposed upon people uh, is not fair because there's like anything inside of fifty, there's a pass. You never work, you never practice, you don't tune, you don't whatever, and I right. just don't agree with that. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. A guy can shoot a beach ball size group at fifty in practice and wound a deer at 50 and everybody's like oh man i'm sorry it happens you know it's bow hunting no like (laughs) i could shoot a softball size group at 100 and shoot one perfect and get tore apart because what could have happened (laughs) it's like okay 
Yeah, like, yeah. what are we talking about here? Well, and, and let's talk about the, um, you know, some of the comments on 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 mine, the seven yard shot. You know, guys, uh, immediately one of the comments I deleted. Of course, you know, kids are. Um, uh, you know, uh, shooting, I guess there's been a bunch of people shooting shit in the face this year, shooting animals in the face. There's celebrities doing it, which mine was a very lethal and it wasn't in the face. Um, the, the face right. headshot yeah. is not a great idea. Although I will say Scotty thought, like, yeah, yeah, he thought I might've done that, but I, it's just not a shot I'll, I'll take. Um, but, right. but having shot a lot of animals with a rifle and follow up animals, when you spine an animal, which happens, I don't want to wing arrows at it and waste meat or get it in the guts. And so a lot of times I'll put that second arrow right in that base of the neck where I shot that owl dad and kills dies instantly. Um, Right. And so having it that close, um, I, I did not at any time have any hesitation uh, that that was going to die instantly, especially knowing he was chewing his cud. And so if I can't hit a baseball at seven yards and literally what might, you know, I can't shoot the same arrow in the same spot at seven yards because I'll, I'll blow my arrows up. I probably shouldn't be hunting. Right. I should I should not have a bow out in my hand. And so I was. Oh, are you still there? Sorry about that, folks. We lost service there for a sec. But what I was saying was, uh, you know, if you can't shoot arrows at seven yards and, you know, I, you know, I, I can't I'll blow the, my arrow up. So if I can't make that shot, um, you know, I, I probably shouldn't I shouldn't probably be hunting. You know, I should I probably shouldn't have a bow in my uh, hand. And so now is that a shot you should take with a recurve now? You know, is a shot some people shouldn't take with a compound? Of course not. There's some people high stress and crap their pants and shaken or whatever was. And you had mentioned that you said that could have gone a hundred different ways, or or I can't remember what your exact words were because um, you know after I'd shot that. Right. I said, th- well, I, th- I think we had just talked about when I had taken that shot was, you know, immediately was like how one devastating drops right to the ground, but no, you know, not everybody should take that shot if you're not comfortable with it. Um, and I was nervous immediately. I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to get bashed over this. Like I I'm, I'm probably going to get thrown on archery talk again over this one, but it was a shot I would take again, like it with literally yeah. almost any animal in that situation, meaning, um, would I prefer a broadside shot? Yeah. I mean, obviously lungs are bigger, but, uh, seven yards unaware eating, um, you know, when my release click didn't even blink, I mean, we had sheep all around us. It was very calm. And so, um, should, is that a shot? I mean, is that literally like a, a shot that am I going to get condemned over that when it's extremely lethal in some situations? Yeah. I mean, it was, that thing died instantly and it, like broke its neck and i mean that is it was point blank i mean literally the animal couldn't move i mean yes you're what you were aiming at was a very small target but you hit it a hundred times out of a hundred and at that distance and the animal is not going to be able to react at all in time so it's like why would i not take that shot you know now somebody's hitting that spot four times out of ten yeah, don't take the shot. It's not good odds, but a hundred percent is pretty good odds. <laughs> and, and this is where I want to throw, opinion. I want to throw people like put their feet to the fire, seven yards. Um, and, and there was a few stick bow guys that gave me some crap on this one. Let's take a bet. 27 yards, 
I'll shoot more than a hundred times and I'll never come out of a golf ball. I'll bet that. Yeah. 20 yards broadside. Will you come out of the vitals with a stick bow? Garen fucking teed. I promise you, you will come out with a stick bow. Anybody yeah. want to bet, make a bet with me on that. I will take that all day long. And let's, uh, this isn't a bragging thing. We're talking seven yards, right? Um, yeah. So I'm not saying a hundred yards. I can, uh, nope. I'm saying seven yards. So if anyone that's listening to this, that shoots a recurve that was blasting me last night and sending texts back and forth and all the shit you people do, I will bet $10,000 that you will come out of the vitals at 20 yards far before I come out of a golf ball at seven. I I yeah. think Levi, would you, would you make that same bet with people? Oh, a hundred percent. I might even give them like half the shot. And yeah. I would, you know, <laughs> because for one, what people do in practice, as soon as there's a little bit of pressure, it's, it's way worse. You know what I'm saying? There's only, I mean, you, you have to know what you can do under pressure. I just, I don't get it, man. I, I don't get people trying to put limitations on other people. I don't, I don't like that. Like I, I want to use my platform to like inspire people to, to be better, to be great at something, to, to not, to not let people put limits on them because if I mean, we would have never flew an airplane if people, nobody thought that was possible. It's stupid. Nobody's going to fly in the air. Well, Thank God somebody was like, oh, nobody's putting that limit on me. I mean, I just feel like our whole world was built around people not letting limits be put on them. And so I just don't like it, man. I don't like people that haven't put in the work thinking that they can tell other people what they can and can't do or should and shouldn't do. But I think the shot you took is 100% lethal. I would take that shot. I think at that distance, it's a no-brainer. I mean, what? Why am I going to let an animal that you work so hard for walk away when I know good and well I can kill it in seconds because somebody on the internet thinks I shouldn't? Like, no, screw that. Well, and, and, <laughs> I was just at the point I think in my life where I'm like, no, I don't care what they think. Well, and, and, and my my I agree with what Levi's saying on. You know, Levi's not condoning somebody that doesn't practice to wing arrows at seven yards or or a hundred. What Levi is saying is strive to be the best, strive to push your limits, strive to be that lethal and that accurate. Um, you know, so when the time comes, you you can make that shot. Where I, which we've already discussed, and Levi have issues is that the the people that um, again. Um, Let's 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 say in the reverse, Levi at a, at a hundred, and 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 someone blasting you or talking crap at twenty five, um, right? Standing side by side, um, you shooting a hundred, and let's just put it at a paper plate, and then someone, whether it's compound or stick bow, you know, at twenty five. Some of the people that talk the most crap can't hit that paper plate consistently at twenty five. And so what right. gives them the right to blast you? And that's where I say put people's feet to the fire. It's like, man, I work really hard. And so do you at tuning. And, you know, obviously I'm ch ch checking, you know, using different veins and different arrow combos. And I've learned, uh, you know, as far as wind drift and working on, like, I, you know, my life is donated to this. 
Uh, and a similar message as I got, I'm like, man, like I had a guy, you know, the clicker, the guy popped on there and was like that, uh, one that irritated me. Cause he's like, Oh, that sheep must be retarded and fed by humans. And I look right. at the guy's page and I'm like, well, you live in a fairly secluded area. You haven't hunted a whole lot. I get that obviously as I've gotten older and I can hunt more, but you hop on there and basically say, I'm shooting a retarded baited sheep that's a fucking yeah. ballsy statement i'm like jesus like you have no idea what it's like down there and but people it is the internet and it's like well man maybe maybe experience a little bit more before you you know you start throwing stones it's just exactly. weird weird to me yeah for sure it's like hunting socialism is the way i look at it like no matter like socialism is like no matter how hard you work, no matter how smart you are, how talented you are, how much work you put in, you make the same as the guy beside you. Well, this is the same deal. Like no matter how much practice you put in, no matter how talented you are, no matter how good you are, I have the same max distances as the next guy beside me. Like that does not appeal to me at all. Why if I spend days, my entire life figuring out how to tune broadheads and tune bows and how to practice and how to be better and extend my range and be more lethal. Why do I have to abide by the same rules and limits as the guy that shoots his bow once a year and his arrows cut flips coming out of it? He has no idea what he's talking about, no idea what he's doing. Why do I have to abide by the same limits? I, I, I don't, I'm not going to, but I don't understand why somebody thinks that that is the correct way of thinking. So I don't know. Well, uh, just socialism sucks. I've, I've seen it before with me, um, you know, in, 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 in even packing heavy weight or, you know, you know, people obviously how stupid I am when I'm testing backpacks with heavy loads and everything else. And, you know, I get it. It's probably taken years off my life. But are you going to go to Brian Shaw and tell him he's uh, an idiot for deadlifting a thousand pounds? He's one of the strongest men right. in the history of the world, and he's put in the work to get there. Um, I would say he's earned the right to pick up whatever he wants without, you know, some, but, you know, God forbid, if I strap a deer to my pack, I'm stupid. It's like, well, I didn't want to drag right, it. Yeah. I, I hate dragging deer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's way worse. Yeah, I'm not a big yeah. deer dragon. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you what do you think like obviously you and I've been able to talk a lot uh you know whatever about different things in the industry whatever I mean what do you think uh, I mean this is never going away but what what I really want to get out of this if somebody does stay within 40 yards shoots a combat is very effective and they're like that's not a shot I would would take personally but great work man way to put effort in um discuss it with their friends whatever keep it everything you know calm and constructive uh, I, I don't have right. any issue with that. Heck no. No, me either, dude. I think I've never told anybody what I feel like they should do. I mean, even guys that shoot as good or better than I do that are like, I wouldn't take that shot, but that was sick, you know? Like, okay. Like, you know your limits, you know, in the situation. I'm very like, a feel type person. Like, I can kind of read the situation and how I feel. And I've let down on shots very few times but like that i'm like okay this ain't gonna work you know i i feel like i know when, what my limits are does that mean i don't make mistakes no but i make mis most of my mistakes are within 60 yards <laughs> yeah. i mean when that animal can hear the bow go off it can still have time to react to the arrow 
Um, I feel like that 40 to 60 yard range is probably the worst range to shoot an animal with a bow um, because the sound is so loud for that animal, but it still has time to react. Um, I found at 100 yards, they don't even hear the bow go off. A lot of times they'll stand there and take it better than they will at 45, you know, so I don't know. I'm not telling guys that shoot recurves, they shouldn't shoot recurves. If they feel like they can kill something at 50 and they worked at it and confident and they do it with a recurve, I'm going to be like, that was sick. But at the same time, it's hard for me to take people serious. Like yesterday, somebody commented on my thing. I have nothing against trad shooters, obviously. I mean, you've talked about that a hundred times. I, whatever. If that's what you want to do, do it. But I don't understand. The, one of the comments yesterday, all I said was, or maybe this morning, irresponsible. And I made the mistake of clicking on the page, and it's a recurve guy. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, why? Like, why? how are you going to call me irresponsible or unethical or anything? Like, it just drives me insane because I know the fact that my, my bow speed, the accuracy level, everything compared to a recurve, at, you know, it's pretty compatible at, like, 30 yards to 100 yeah. You know, from a recurve to my compound setup. And I'm like, you would take a 30-yard shot all day long. Nobody would ever say a word to you. You know, but you're going to sit there and call me irresponsible? It's like, okay, I, like, I, can't, I can't take that seriously. Just because you makes you uncomfortable, what you're seeing, it makes you uncomfortable. You're like, there's no way that, that sh- you should be able to do that. I think that's where people are coming from. They see that aero flight the hang time, like the arch, it just seems wrong. It's like, geez, <laughs> you know, but it's like, it, it can be done. So, Well, and I, I, again, like what, one of the reasons I wanted to hop on here with you and I don't want to make this, you know, an hour and a half long podcast. I just want people to think about, um, and, you know, I, my perspective on it is very unique doing both, uh, you know, trad and compound right, yeah, yeah. is, uh, when you, you know, when, uh, when you talk about the animal moving, okay, an animal could move. Right. Yeah, of, of course, an animal can move. A lot of it's just knowing animal behavior and whatever. So, right. and then the, the accuracy thing. I think the accuracy thing's a given. Um, there are certain people, Levi being one of them, um, that are extremely accurate at 100 yards. Um, and, you know, and I, I try to show people that, yep, I can shoot you know, far. So, you know, like, Hey, this is what a bow, I'm not as as good as Levi, but you know, shoot hundred yard groups out of my garage filming without the camera stopping, you know, like, Hey, this is what you, you can get to and better just working on it, tuning, teach. Okay. So I think that's to me, a moot point, like people can shoot a compound really well. Then you go into the animal moving. Yeah. An animal could, could move, but a lot of people that bring up that animal moving don't have the accuracy um, you know, sub 30 yards to where, you know, they might want to hope the animal does move into the arrow. Um, one of the reasons I really disliked recurve shooters in the beginning before I ever picked up a stick is I was shooting a Reinhardt 18 and one. And I remember this, like it was yesterday at a hundred or 110 yards. Um, at uh, it was Bear Creek Lake outdoor range, just dropping arrows one after another broadheads and field points. And a guy came from the 20-yard bail down to me because he had to make sure that I knew what I was doing was horrible. It was giving a bad impression to everybody watching me. And I was promoting um, in, in uh, irresponsible shots. 
And of course, me being me, I lost it. And I said, well, really what I'm promoting is accuracy and hard work because I'm looking down there and it's a fucking Easter egg hunt every time you shoot at that 20 yard bale because you're missing it. And we're talking a four foot by four foot bale. And I'm like, so what you're doing is right. And what I'm doing is wrong, even though I can hit the target and you're missing it, which is not I'm not blueprinting against this with all trad people. I still shoot a recurve. But what I am I am saying is. If, if you're a stick bow guy or a compound guy and you look at your effective range, whatever that is, 30 yards or with a compound, let's say 50, can you walk up at 50 yards with a compound if you're casting stones to someone? Can you walk up and hit a softball, let's say, at 50 every time under any situation? If you can't right. do that and you're casting stones to a guy who can at 80 or 90, that's the problem with the industry right there. That's the problem, in my opinion, that's the problem with everything. And I see that every day. And it's it, rifles too. Yeah. Irritates me. Right. Yeah. 100%. I, I just, um, it's not me. I, I've, I've always seen people do things better than me and been like, dang. I, I, I see like they must have really put the work in to be great at what they do. You know, I'm not like, oh, shame on them for making me look bad. There's no way I I could ever do that. So shame on them. I mean, I don't understand that mentality at all. Um, but unfortunately, a lot of people have it. You know, it's just like it makes them uncomfortable to see it. They don't understand it. And so they just bash it. Well, and they use our platforms to do it. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> that that does get irritating. And I, I, I see people post anything for the gram. Do you really think, like, yeah. if we weren't on Instagram, Levi wouldn't have taken that shot or I wouldn't have? I guarantee there's things now because of the gram I don't do or post because I don't, exactly. I can't handle it up on fucking archery talk again. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's not the gram for me. Like, I was doing the same thing I've always done. Obviously, my distance has gotten, uh, and, and ability to read an animal's gotten better. So my distance has gotten farther with you know, putting in work to shoot, but it doesn't have anything to do with social media. Like I like seeing social media for the most part, because that, that, that shot you posted just in general gives you, it gives me a mountain woody, like watching that arrow rotate all the way to that sheep. It's like, man, that, that's awesome. That makes me want to shoot my bow. That makes me want to get out in the woods. And then both of us having a platform to learn, like, it's not like Levi's out there just winging arrows saying, good luck boys. You are very informational. Yeah, I want, you know, I want people to understand what's possible. You know, if you dedicate yourself to something and be great at something, it's possible, you know, and that doesn't mean I'm the best, that I think I'm the best or that I think I'm perfect. That means I've dedicated my life since I was six years old to this, so bow and arrow. And like, yes, animals move, period. But there's also... Like, you'll agree with this, I think. As a bow hunter, you have instincts and you learn animals, and there's very high percentage places that you aim that if the animal doesn't move, you kill it, and if it does move, you kill it. And if you're precise enough shooting, you can hit those areas. And so what I learned instantly watching these sheep is they don't duck. They lunge forward. Like a, an audad does not, and I was the first thing I asked when I get down to ask you, I asked Scotty, I said, do these things go down? Do they duck? Everybody's like, no, they do not duck. But after watching them, they lunge forward if they move anywhere. 
which is which is great for where the audad's vitals are. You want to aim forward anyway. So if you pin them forward at a long distance and then they lunge forward, you're still going to kill them. If they don't move, you're going to kill them. And so with a whitetail, that area is like low heart because he goes down, if anything. And nine times out of ten, he is going to go down. So you pin them low. If they don't move, you kill them. If they duck a foot, you still kill them. So it's like I think people that shoot a basketball-sized group can't understand that high percentage area because they're just shooting at the animal where we're shooting at a very tiny spot that's very precise in a high percentage area. And it's not like I'm having to think about these things at full draw. It's really just an instinct after bow hunting your entire life. Like that's where the animal is going to go if he goes anywhere. So let's lean towards that side. And, and I mean, I just think those are the little things that people don't understand that don't hunt a lot or that don't aren't precise enough with their equipment. So I, there's a whole lot that goes into that, and I don't expect everybody to understand it. But um, I don't, I, you know, I'm not going to take you seriously when you're when you're yelling at me for or trying to put your limits on me either. So well, I guess my well, point is, I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I, I I hope that people like when we're talking about this understand like this isn't justification for what Levi and I did. Cause I don't feel I need to justify shit. It is explaining. Right. It is explaining. So people understand and learn from this and also potentially, especially in the case of Levi being a multi-time national and world champion or whatever, what is attainable now? Uh, people have messaged me like, if you're going to shoot at that distance, why don't you pick up a gun? I'm like, well, I like to bow hunt. I, I don't know how else to answer that. I don't like loud noises. I don't know. I mean, Really? You're going to compare that? Because I don't know. I've never had to draw a gun back. Maybe it's a gun I haven't seen before. And I've never shot a semi-automatic bow. I've never had a 6 to 28 power scope on my bow. So that's not apples to apples. And quite honestly, 100 yards is is, uh, not a rifle thing. Like rifles, much, much farther than that. And it's like, well... 100 yards is pretty close. I mean, it's not super like stick bow close, of course. And I don't take many, you know, 100-yard shots. Generally, obviously, most of mine are closer, and occasionally there's a far one, and you're in the same boat. Like, I'll reach out and touch something if I need to, but most of the shots are sub-60, and a lot of them are sub-20, right. same as you. Um, that, that, that what we're talking about is to make people – understand and want to achieve and make themselves better as an archer, learn the, the sport, learn everything else. The seven or 103 yard shot is fairly inconsequential to me. It just shows what is in the same aspect, right? Or the same views of why would I not take that shot? If I've seen it taken before, I've taken it with a rifle. I've done it with a bow. I know where to aim. It's three to four inches down from the ear. And it's specifically on an owl dad. I have about a baseball size group uh, to where that's lethal. Why wouldn't I take that yeah. shot if I can make that shot 500 times in a row at seven yards, which minus falling asleep or drink, drinking too much whiskey, how could I not hit a golf ball at seven yards over and over and over? Right. That's a very high percentage right. shot. Now, it's a it's hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, it, it died instantly. Yeah. And I, it, but the, I knew exactly what was coming when I seen you pull back. I was like, if he gets full draw this thing is dead and you get full draw and the thing was still chewing i was like oh my lord 
and that's why my face was like that. I couldn't believe it let us, like, as spooky as those sheep are, it had no idea what we were because we were up against that rock cliff. Yeah. And when you hit full draw, I was like 100% things dead. There's no, it's not getting away now. Like, this is a 100% shot for Aaron. Like, I mean, yeah, it looks tight, and it is tight, but at seven yards, you got a, a baseball-sized window. I mean, good Lord, if you miss that, you know, I'm going to question our friendship. Yeah, no, it's 100%. <laughs> I mean, I questioned it, too. And that that's where, you know, people were like, oh, if you're that accurate, why don't you shoot it in the head? The head is not the neck. The head, uh, 100%. One, Rams crack heads together. Even if I hit it at yeah. a, a certain angle, it'll bounce or not bounce, ricochet off. For sure. People think that headshots are headshots are a very low percentage shot, even on a whitetail or anything. Their skulls are angled and, and very, very hard. And so when you hit that, it's deflecting instantly. Like you have to hit the eye socket almost, like to have a good shot. Like you would have to hit it so square and go, go straight into the brain. And the chances of that happening are very unlikely. And I've seen it happen with a rifle. People try to head shoot stuff, and it hit and ricochet off the skull. I was just, out yeah, I was just, you're walking up to them, and they jump up and run off. I, I was going to say, I am not a fan of headshots with a rifle unless it's super close. And it's, uh, yeah. you know, when I say super close, a secondary shot where you don't want to waste meat after right. a, an original just to drop them. Exactly. Um, the, the thing, like... Um, people ask me would I take that shot on a mule deer. I would have taken that shot on that situation on a mule deer, no doubt. Would you take it on an elk? Yes, I would with my setup. Now, if I had somebody pulling back 40 pounds with, you know, a 390 grain arrow, is that a shot I'd have them take? Probably not. You know, not not me, not as a guiding, yeah. I wouldn't. But yeah. I'm shooting a 500 grain arrow, in that case at 284 with the 86 pounds of uh, kinetic energy, high momentum. Yeah, I'm going to take that shot. And and when you see the entire, that thing literally died instantly. It dropped. And I have seen that shot taken before, and I've taken it, um, not in that situation, but on a secondary where that's a quick, ethical, immediate kill. Like when I say that, meaning yeah. they're running around kicking because their spine got hit. You hit them there, that's pretty much donezo. And uh loss of total you know what i mean like that they can't go anywhere at that point um anyway if i can't hit a baseball at seven yards um i probably shouldn't be out in the woods and so yes i would take that shot in that situation totally now a bull's all rutted up and this is where people just start to like you know my my aunt grows balls and becomes my uncle like no i'm not going to take it on a rutted up bull running in circles but a bull standing right, there at yeah. seven yards, three inches down from the ear, I would probably take that shot. But when they're rutted up, running around, a whitetail chasing it out. No, I'm not just winging arrows at the neck. You got to have some common sense, you know, and that's where people take right. it out of context. Exactly. They think it's just, I mean, I don't, I really don't know what they think, but um, yeah, it's, uh, I'm taking that shot all day. I mean, that was, that was instant death. Like, that was the quickest kill you could possibly have. And I think people, you know, and I think maybe TV and all this stuff has gave people the wrong impression of what bow hunting really is. I mean, if, if I waited on a quarter to weight, 20 yard shot with the front leg or the close legs forward, the buck feeding, comp, 
Like, that happens to me maybe once a year, and I hunt great places in high-percentage spots. Like, that does that opportunity, if that's what I waited on, I wouldn't kill anything but thyme and honey buns from my backpack because it's just not realistic the scenario that happens a lot. Like, you have got to be able to pivot and make precise shots at different scenarios if you want to be, like, consistently bringing home your target animal, like, period, with a bow. I mean, it's like... I don't, I don't know. You know, I, I think people are kind of guilty of painting this pretty picture of bow hunting when it's pretty primal and we're, we're taking a life and it's, it's not like this sweet little gentle thing. You got to have a little bit of like killer in you. You know what I'm saying? And I think there's a lot of hunters that are just nature watchers. Well, yeah. There's killers. I was just going to say like, in uh, you know, without diving down the rabbit hole too much, what you said is a hundred percent true. Um, cause people have asked me, how did you know this guy is going to do this? Michael like, well, is a killer. Like, what do you mean? And, I, and I've talked about this with, uh, with, 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 um, you know, multiple different people of the guy, um, you know, for example, on certain situations, a, a, a guy that let's say drops his bino harness on the last approach to a stock, um, I'm watching in a spotter. I'm like, yep, he's a fucking gangster. He's, you know, this guy's killed some shit in Wranglers in a young age with a hoodie on. This guy's getting it done. Well, how do you know that? I'm like, well, he's smart enough to drop his harness off because it's low wind. And when I say harness, anything with noise, right? Like the, right, the, yeah, the yeah. down and dirty, right? He's he's close. He knows what he needs to do. Certain things that people do, it's like, okay, this guy, you know, he's he's uh, been around the block, uh, you know, l- you know, learning these different things. Well, guys that I have found that uh, that on new onset hunters, especially a hundred percent of what you're saying, especially guiding them, where you know, it's cornering away and I'll be like, all right, kill it. Last rib, take it. Uh, man, won't that ruin all the meat? And I'm like, what? And then the animal gets away. And I'm like, man, where'd you hear that? Well, it might hit the guts. And I'm like, well, the entire body cavity on the inside is, is a seal. Like it's not touching any of the meat. And then you're going up into the lungs and it's going to die. Well, certain things they read and everything else, they are waiting for that perfect broadside shot. Um, you know, and, and other, you know, issues, or they're just, like you said, not, not, not a killer because like frontal shots, that's a shot I will take every day in certain situations with like that, that bull. I, I shot it with your, the two inch swacker 20 yards. If I can't hit something the size of a, a football at 20 yards, yeah, I mean, there's some problems, right? And that's very lethal. A lot of people won't take that shot. I have zero issue with people that will only wait for their perception of a perfect shot. I do not mind that. I think that's right. awesome. They have that that kind of uh, constraint. Yeah, I am not that guy. Yeah. So I have literally tried to become uh, uh, have a PhD in animal anatomy, angles, behavior, you know, bone movement. You know, what I, when I say bone movement, bone structure and, and angles, because I'm going to take the yeah. shot I know I can kill it. And you are too. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. I mean, I think I hit it. You hit the nail on the head. I mean, it's, I have never, you know, I, I don't, I don't tell people like if you should have shot, you know, it is what it is. If you don't want to shoot, you don't want to feel comfortable, don't do it, you know, because that's, not, you know, I mean, what, who, who am I to tell you what you're supposed to do? You're the only one that knows what you're feeling, what you're capable of, and what you're comfortable with, 
you know, and the same goes for me. Nobody else knows what, what I'm capable of or what's going through my head. So, um, but then in that comment you were talking about earlier where people were like, why don't you just pick up a gun? Like that was the dumbest comment I've ever seen in my entire life. For one, if I pick up a gun, I ain't shooting at a hundred. I know myself. I'm going to push that to like, until people are mad at me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, why did you shoot that thing at a mile? Well, because I, I practiced and figured out how to do it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, and- but, I mean, I just know myself. I'm not going to, I just push the limits with everything. I just want to find out how far I can go. Like how, what is the limit here? So, well, and when you talk about pushing the, you know, and this is a comment I get and I totally respect and I, I, you know, again, bouncing back and forth with a stick. Why don't you push yourself to get closer? Well, if everybody owned right. red cars or green cars, it'd be a pretty boring world. And I'm not dismissing or condoning or, you know, whatever one or the other, but yeah, that was my goal. Obviously I worked really hard at shooting well at farther distances, but yeah, with the stick bow, I did work on getting as close as I possibly could. And it was awesome to be able to do that as well. And then obviously, and Levi's very capable of that as well. Having that total package is very important to being as lethal of a person as you can be. And so, uh, you know, trying not to talk about this too much longer and in, I agree with everything that Levi has said and what I'm trying to convey in this podcast is you should aspire to be the greatest shooter you possibly can be. Levi happens to be the, in my opinion, greatest archer that's ever held a, a bow in his hand. Be that guy. Also be the guy that is capable of getting within feet of animals. Be that guy too. Uh, be a surgeon when it comes yep. to knowing animal anatomy. Uh, be a surgeon or be have a PhD in animal behavior so you know when they're alert, they're not alert, everything else. Be that guy. So when you look at, you know, a pie plate, it's split into four corners of accuracy and tuning and animal behavior, all that. Fill that pie plate up and wherever you're lacking in those, rather than getting on the Internet and bashing the shit out of somebody who's tried to fill that pie plate, turn off the phone, try to fill your pie plate up. Get out, learn to tune. Get out, learn yep. to shoot. That, that is what I wanted to convey on this podcast, which we didn't really talk before it. Levi is agreeing because believe me, do you want to be the guy when the animal, a 220 inch deer, uh, you know, Levi and I are beside you turns broadside and I'm like, kill it, take it. Ah, that's not uh, within my effective shooting distance. Levi, Levi might not tell you to shoot. I'm going to be telling you something and it may not be to shoot, but it may be telling you to what the fuck is wrong with you. Um, but, but in a, and again, if that's not within your range, I get it. And if that's not something you want to do, I get it, but it is very attainable. And if, if you should at least aspire to have the ability to, to do it. Yeah, absolutely. And there's no excuses, man, anymore to be better because, the knowledge that's out there on YouTube and that you put out and I put out and a lot of guys are putting out was not available when I was a kid. You know, I, I learned this stuff the hard way. There, there is no, no real secrets anymore to becoming a great shot or hunter or whatever. I mean, it's there. So, I mean, it's like, if you want to do it, then do it. If it's important to you, you'll do it. Period. You know, if it's a priority, you're going to do it. And otherwise, Stay off the internet. Stop telling other people what they should and shouldn't do, and just enjoy it. You know, if it's a, if it's a two weeks before hunting season, you pick it up and you only shoot to thirty yards. 
fine. Go do it. Have fun. Enjoy it. Let hunting be that for you. That's not what it is for me. It's my life. It's your life. And like, it's what I think about 365 days a year. And if I can, you know, be, be just enough better to where I can shoot five yards further, that might mean the biggest animal in my life does not get away from me. And that's where it all started for me was when I was a kid, bow hunting was a 40 yard sport. That's just what everybody, you know, past 40 yards is a Hail Mary. And I'm, I'm 10 years old going, no, that's dumb. Why? You know, like I, I feel like I could probably be good enough for it not to be a Hail Mary. So like I watched so many big animals in my life as a teenager, it would be 60 yards. They just walk just out of range and I had to watch them walk away. And then it, as a teenager, it'd be 80 yards, 70 yards. And I hated that. I'm like, man, I beat that animal almost, you know, like I feel like I, I should have been able to get it. And so like, I just kept getting better and extending my range and trying Cause like I, we work so hard for an opportunity and they don't come around very often that when I get one, I want to be able to make it count. And like, yes, the goal is always for me, top 10, we set up that way. I love 20 yard shots. Like that is a almost a hundred percent guarantee. If I can get a deer to even give me a remotely broadside angle or an animal at 20, like that's the goal. What I practice for and prepare for is when that doesn't happen, and the son of a gun is going to get away. He's leaving. Last ditch effort, last chance. He walks through a hole and stops at 87. Well, I have worked so long and so hard, and so have you, that no longer do I have to go dang it and watch him walk off. I can dial my sight down and double lung him. You know, it's like, why? Like, I don't understand the thought process and how that's irresponsible. Well, but, it is the inter- uh, it I is the internet. Nah, well, <laughs> I guess it is the internet. Yeah, I mean, don't I mean, as we've said all this, neither Levi or I, if anybody is wondering, I'm not condoning shooting shit in the head or the face. Like neither one of us are, right? Because um, that was brought up a bunch on mine, or a few times on mine, and in some different memes I saw and text and the normal shit going around. Um, yeah, no, don't shoot anything in the head. Um, but right. The what one of the situations Levi and I were in after Levi and I tagged out on on I think the largest ram of the uh, on the property that ram was and Levi was calling off the yardage was coming to us and it was a crazy stock super technical a lot of running some fog and Levi wasn't telling me hey it's an eighty four shoot he's just telling me eighty four sixty eight whatever and in the situation and the angle of the animal it wasn't a shot that. I couldn't make it. Right. Um, and so we were literally like waiting for it to get, I think it's 33 or four or eight or something like that is when oh, shit hit the fan basically. And it ran away. It caught our wind. What, but my, my point is, is if, if Levi and I were out there just winging arrows, I would have been winging arrows at that thing. Right. I had from 140 yep. on into 30 something, but the angle, the wind, all those things obviously come into play to where, I'm not condoning like, oh, he's 68 and I got a 70-yard pin, wing away. But if right. that, that animal was broadside at 68, different scenario or whatever distance I'm shooting, knowing the animal and the wind and all that other crap, and then next thing you know, I was, I, again, we were hoping to get the coolest film on earth and have that thing sub-20 and me put an arrow in it. 
it didn't work out, but we're not it just out there. It was. Are you gonna? You're gonna have that on the yeah. show, won't you? Oh, for sure. Yeah, that was that was the coolest stalk ever, dude. Because of the fog, and it was just it's insane. And yeah, I was calling you yardages just because when I know when I'm hunting, I'm constantly ranging. Yep. Like if I'm by myself, because if, if that animal turns broadside at any time, he gets nervous and turns. A lot of times, you just have seconds. Yep. To to kill it. And yep. so every time I'm ranging and dialing and ranging and no, but if this thing goes south, I may only have five seconds to kill him. And if I have, when he, when it goes south, I don't have time to range at that point. I need to know how far he is every time he changes location. And so that's why I was feeding you numbers. I'm like, just in yep. case this goes south, he turns broadside, gets nervous. He knows exactly how far he is. Yep. hundred percent. And that, uh, and I do the same thing. I try not to, you were smart enough not to say anything. I have screwed guys up doing that. Like 104, he's giant 86, man. He's coming right at us. Jesus. He's huge. <laughs> not a good idea to add to that, but for the, the same reason. And the thing is, is that people are listening to this and this is goes into everything we're talking about. I have the ability to shoot distance at distance. The wind, he, uh, Levi just ranged it at 74 Levi and the wind dies down. Animal turns broadsides and looks back. That's why he's doing that is if that happened, I'm putting an arrow in that thing. So he's giving me those distances. Yeah. So again, wind dies down, it gets spooked, meaning like it, it all of a sudden is like mm, something's not right, but turns broadside, looks back, all kinds of things. Use come into play. He starts chasing them. It's ready to go. But it wasn't like Levi's like 68, shoot, man, what are you doing? He was just giving me the yardages and hopes on the way in, if something if something happened, I could take it. I would, but the end result was we were trying to get that thing as close as possible because it also makes better film, which is super cool. And it, I mean, and you guys did yeah. see me let down. Uh, Micah was with me when I was trying to shoot that red sheep uh, on a ram, and I don't not let down very often. Um, yeah, I thought Scotty was going to have an aneurysm. <laughs> yeah, I just generally <laughs> for like me. You let down? What? <laughs> Well, for me, I just, I, I don't have to let down very often. And there was brush in front of him. There was a little bit of wind. And I'm just like, man, the probability of me, and it wasn't crazy, crazy far, but it was far enough. The probability of me wounding this is much, much higher than me killing it. Cause I don't know if I'm ranging brush and there's some wind. And we were also going after a red sheep, um, so, you know, I just didn't take the right. shot. So, you know, I hear people all the time, you're just out there winging arrows. No, that's what you want to think. That is not what neither right. Levi nor I are doing. There's a thought process to everything we do. And I, I've seen you, you're just like me. Like my brain is constantly assessing what's going on. And if that ends up in a three-yard shot, that's awesome. And if it ends up in a 93-yard shot, that's fine too. But there's calculation to it. And again, that's what I was wanting to convey on this podcast is, yeah, Levi's not out there just winging arrows. I, there was one comment I laughed. Somebody brought up Tim Wells. I like Tim. Oh, yeah. I am not picking Tim. Oh, he's awesome. Tim is not getting picked at Foursquare before Levi. I'm not, somebody was like, have you seen Tim? He shoots bird. I'm like, you guys need to stop watching fucking TV. Like Tim, Tim, or not Tim, Tim Gillingham. Tim Wells is an amazing shot. He does shoot birds out of the air, kill shit with a blowgun. I'm much choosing Tim before yeah. Levi to shoot at me uh, at a hundred yards. And I guess that's television. And I'm not saying 
It is. I mean, look, what Tim does is freaking cool. Oh, yeah. It is entertaining. But Tim shoots a lot of arrows, too. I mean, and Tim will tell you that. Tim Wells is a funny kill. I mean, he's a killer, too. Oh, yeah. But that son of a gun goes through arrows. I mean, he's launching them. He does not care. Like, arrow in the quiver will not deliver mentality. <laughs> totally fine. I'm not going to tell Tim. I'm not going to tell him what he should be doing. I love watching it. But, like, it's just a different It's just a different thing. What Tim does and what I do is totally different, you know? I just got a kick out of and it. And I couldn't do what he does. <laughs> yeah. No, I, 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 I no get. No side, fingers. Yeah. No, not me. Uh-huh. I just, I, somebody had posted, there's lots of people that can make that shot better than Levi. And I'm like, really? Because I know a lot of people. And, uh. I don't know too many that can do it. I'm not saying there's not people out there that there is people. And I would say there's people under pressure with an animal, maybe better than Levi. Um, you know, that's hard to say we're not in their brains or as good as Levi. Um, you know, cause Levi's had a ton of animals in front of him. One of the things that I feel confident in as well as Levi, and I told Mike of this, that red sheep, that was the first time my, your hand uh, shakes a little more than mine in tournaments. I don't know about hunting, when I say that, meaning I don't shoot yeah. tournaments like you, but meaning that was the first time my right hand shook when I was knocking up with right. that red sheep in front of me. I'm fairly... Well, there's only been like, what, two with killed with a bow ever? Yeah. Yeah. Or something like that? I'm suing the rangefinder company for giving me the miss range on that, by the way. No, <laughs> I want a refund. Um, <laughs> so... But that was the first time my hand shook. And so I'm not saying like uh, there isn't people that maybe have that same... Um, you know, can can hold their crap together or whatever. But as far as at distance, Tim just does a totally different thing. Tim's an awesome dude. He's like he said, funny as hell. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm getting shot at by Tim at a hundred way before Levi. Um, and that's just now Tim may get six arrows <laughs> off before Levi gets one off. So he exactly. might yeah, <laughs> he, dude, can, he can reload. His reload times way faster than mine. Oh yeah, and that dude's killed that's some fun. crap, but man, that's a guy that gets blasted a ton too with what he does. Yeah, for sure, and it's also a guy that does not care. <laughs> More so I than think that's what I love about yeah. him the most. Yeah. <laughs> More than anyone else I know. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If if somebody gives him like if the internet gives him trouble for doing something, you can just bet he's going to do it more. <laughs> He's oh. like, okay, I'm going to do that twice tomorrow. I can't remember. There was one show yeah. he had speared something, and then he said, for those of you watching on the Internet, we are in Africa, which is 3,748 miles from North America, so this is legal before you comment or something. And I'm like, that is Tim Wells yeah. right there. That is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> He's one of my favorites. That whole family, dude, is just hilarious, but. Uh, he's no, crazy. I mean, look, it was it was not that many people bashing. I don't think either. It's probably a lot of talk between people that are jealous and texts and all that. But look, I love bow hunting, and I've met some of my best friends there, and I'm going to continue to do it. And uh, but and like Aaron said, we're not. I don't. I don't feel like we need to justify what we did. It's just explaining it because a lot of people are like, I feel like I can shoot good, but I I don't think I would take that. And it's um. I just want people to understand where we were coming from. You know, like it wasn't from a place of guessing really or hoping. It was a place of precision and practice and confidence. And that doesn't mean something can't go wrong, but it can go wrong at 30. It can go wrong at 40. It can go wrong at 100. It's just you have to take high percentage shots. I mean, bow hunting is not a guarantee. It's not a controlled environment. And 
you, you just got to make good decisions and be prepared. And that's, that's really it. Yeah. Make good decisions off of your ability and knowledge, work ethic, and then you, yep. you assess it from there. So, well, cool. Um, Again, everyone, we're not condoning face shots and we're not condoning people that can't shoot well to shoot far or people that can't hit a baseball to shoot shit in the neck at seven yards. We're condoning be better, work at your ability, no animal behavior and that kind of stuff. Um, and Levi's got a ton of info out. Levi, where can they find that at on, um, you know, for, for, for your YouTube uh, videos and tutorials, stuff like that? Yeah, um, we do a lot of tutorial stuff on YouTube. It's Bow Life TV on YouTube. We did boot camp series and stuff during COVID on a target panic, a bunch of other things, stabilization, shooting. And then I do some tips from time to time and more more entertainment stuff really on Instagram, which is Bow Life underscore Levi. Uh, and that's really the two main ones there. And then our shows on the Outdoor Channel four times a week. What's our air time, Mike? Uh, Thursday night or Wednesday night? Yeah, I looked up it on guys. Pro Life TV. I think Wednesdays at seven or something like that. But anyway, that's about it. Other than that, I'll be in the woods. Cool. Uh, and then when's this gonna air? Because I have got that question a lot. The uh, the Owdad hunt. Uh, we film almost a year out, so it'll be like next August sometime. Um, that this will air on the Outdoor Channel. Cool. Yeah, that's. I told people like midsummer because I I had no idea, so I was just winging it. So it sounds like I wasn't too far off. So perfect. Yeah. Well, right, yeah. right on, man. I'm gonna go back to work. I appreciate you hopping on. Um, and uh, yeah, keep me posted how the season's going. Same to you, man. Appreciate you. All right, say hi to Mike. I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, just in time for the holiday season. Our good friends over at SheFeed are offering up a 25% off sale now to the end of November. So head on over to SheepFeedOutdoors.com, enter in the code KIFARU25, and save yourself 25% off your next purchase of sheep feed.